The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ryan Russell. Stop it. You're not speaking another word or I will leave my ears. Well, you have this too high. You I like didn't it. move it. I, mean, I didn't no, touch I'm it. Oh, this is upside down. Hold on. Something is wrong. There you go. I'm telling you. How's that? Listen you, to me, folks. Yo, Jim. This house has got something in it. Hey, Chad. That's not alive. I think, Chad, are you I think there? you unplugged your audio. Yeah, I don't know how we did that, though, Like, because I was just talking to you a minute ago, and we didn't change anything. Yeah, I think it's coming through your internal mic on your... uh... Hang on. Hang on. He's talking. Let me hear what he says. Say it again, Chad. I can't hear him. You can't hear me? No. I can only hear you through my computer. Something came unplugged. I'm going to go fix it. All right. How about let's take a quick... uh, (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Let's take a quick music break, Chad, so I can figure it out, because I don't know what happened between when we talked to you a second ago, and now nothing happened. Rolling.
Chad, can you hear us? Oh, yeah, you sound a lot better. There we okay, go. Okay, now, quick, quick, Hang on, go. we got to redo our intro. So what's up, everybody? Sorry about the little technical difficulties. Welcome, welcome. Uh, that was The Stoles. The name of the song is Getaway. Hope you enjoyed it while we were trying to work out our difficulties. And now let's just say hey to everybody and introduce everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hocus pocus. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The sink goes on in our bathroom with nobody turning it on. Okay? Things go on in the kitchen and off. Nobody's pushing the button. All kinds of... You close a window and nobody has opened it, but the window is opened about maybe three (laughs) inches. Hocus pocus. Woo, woo, woo. It's funny, Chad, because we didn't do anything. Literally, all I did was unplug everything that was already plugged in and whatever, and then eventually it went away. If we have a poltergeist here, it's playing with all of our... Whatever it can. And I'm going to give the poltergeist a little. If you're listening, poltergeist, get out of here. I mean, we don't need this nonsense. You know, we're selling the house. Maybe we'll take you with us to Palm Springs if you're good. But be nice now. Anyway. So we also want to say hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, Chad? It's all good, fellas. It's all good. Maybe I'll stop by and do a little exorcism for you later there, Ronnie boy. Okay, you know what? I heard that you're saving up money for next New Year's. You started now. You have a piggy bank, and you put $2 a week in. Is that true? That's true. That's true. I've got a long way to go. Yeah, I know. you got a long way to <laughs> That's go. That's because everybody, he took his girlfriend out New Year's Eve for $5,000 New Year's Eve evening. She should have given him poontang like nobody's ever given before. For 5000 bucks, he could have had like a New York hooker. Is that how much the they cost now? Okay. Ouch. Now I know. All right, hold on. But, he, but he's a good boy. He didn't do that stuff. He That's took right. his nice girlfriend who's a doll. Out. Heather, she's fabulous. Heather is fabulous. 5000 bucks. Jimmy Jimmy took me to Walmart <laughs> for New Year's Eve. And when the bells came in, Jimmy got all the balloons in the basket and threw them in the air. The manager <laughs> came over yelling, saying, leave my balloons alone. And then we left, so it didn't <laughs> cost me a nickel. No, no, it That's didn't awesome. cost you because we went to dine in Walmart in their little dining area, and I had a lemonade and a hot dog. And Jimmy said, wow, the hot dogs went up. They're a nickel more now. (laughs) Now, that's not true. We did not go to Walmart, but I went to Walmart, and I have to tell you something. Listen up, everybody. You know how I love, love and adore Patti LaBelle. My God, the greatest singer in the world today. Adore Patti. Well, I went all over. I had to find a Walmart because I really don't go. I looked online for Walmart. Why? Because Walmart was the only place to get a Patty LaBelle pie. And her sweet potato pies you cannot get anywhere. All the stores are sold out. I don't know if you can get them online. I went in. I paid $7 for It's not a pie. It's called a cobbler. Yeah, Perry Cobbler. Perry Cobbler. It's got five berries blueberry burrs boys and berry some other kind of berry dingleberry i don't know it's got all <laughs> kinds of be- that's it's, gross. <laughs> stop it chat <laughs> you're blowing my stand up when people do that i hate that they come in they do a, a laugh in the middle of my monologue anyway i brought the pie home pie weighs twenty thousand pounds i almost had to have a couple of men helped me carry it. It is really heavy. So now the proof is in the pudding. And I said to Jimmy, I will be so upset if this pie sucks because I love Patty so much and I want Patty to have good and you, luck. And you had her for dessert. I had it for dessert. And Jimmy gave me a normal size piece of pie. 
Well, I couldn't finish it. It was so delicious, so rich. I was fainting. I, I want to say the other word, but I won't because it's vulgar. But I was arriving <clears throat> from it. I laid in bed eating it. My eyes, I swear to you, were rolling up in my head. It was like an orgasm. It is the most delicious, sweet, fabulous thing I've ever eaten in dessert. Not to mention how antioxidant-filled it is because of all the berries. Now I'm trying to locate Patty LaBelle's sweet potato pie. Everybody that's had it said it doesn't taste like sweet potatoes. It tastes like a little bit of heaven. Now, the history of these <laughs> pies are... She has that, a cooking show. That's what brought I, it on. But I know that. But Patty's recipes come from the South. Some of those recipes were what the slaves used to make on a holiday, like it was a big deal, like somebody got married, so they'd make a cobbler berry pie. So you're eating a piece of American history, which thrilled me also to think that so many hundreds of years ago, people were eating these delicious pies. Um, I, this is not a commercial, folks. There's no payment for this. No one asked me to do this. I'm doing this because I adore Patty LaBelle, and I'm only hoping that someone that knows Patty hears this and tells her that Ron Russell said her pies are a must. If you don't, you're a jerk. Don't eat that crap they give you in the supermarkets, that, that all that make-believe junk. Patty's is all natural. It's It's fabulous. As I said, this is not a commercial. I get nothing for this. But if Patty wants me to do her commercial, I'll I'd be <laughs> more than happy to do it. Because Ron Russell says the truth. You know, I never lie. So I get in trouble all the time. It is friggin' delicious. Okay. So now well, here's where we're going to go from yeah, but now there. I we want to get I, her on the show. See, I still want Patty to come for dinner. I have to call. You know, I'm really bad. I'd have him call anybody. My friends hate me. That's why they all don't bother okay. with me. Because I don't return phone calls. I wanted to. I, I'm supposed to call. What's her name to come for dinner? Um, uh, Sister Sledge. Sister Sledge. Kathy Sledge. Uh, Kathy Sledge. And Kathy said she would try to get Patty to come to my house for dinner. I had to bribe them with lasagna, all kinds of Italian meals. You know, I mean, Kathy's an angel. I love her too. So if I ever get Patty Labelle in our house before we move, then we're going to video the whole thing <laughs> with me eating her. Uh, cobbler and passing out on the floor. There you go. Fainting. All right, hold on. we got to take a little break real quick. So what's up, everybody? First of all, we want to let you know if you hit the ITV button at the top of the W4CY website, you can see us. We're waving to you now. Wave, Ron. <laughs> After he drinks his I'm drink. drinking my lemonade. Okay, there you go. Then we got a lot of people in the chat room. Let's do some hellos to everybody. Dave Hughes just dropped in. Dave Hughes is Stars Now UK on Twitter, calling from uh, ugh, chatting from the UK. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Dave, see if they have LaBelle, Patty LaBelle's uh, cobbler in England. Get it if they do. Then you got uh, Irish Gingers in the chat room from the Irish Ginger Show. Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern time. You can hear her show on W4CY.com. We also have the fabulously talented, beautiful, gorgeous goddess. What's up, goddess? Goddess. Goddess. Goddess, you got to get this pie. I mean, if ever anybody's eating a pie. If it, if it, That's starting <laughs> to sound weird. Goddess loves it. Goddess is like a little dirty girl. She loves dirty talk. Goddess, if anybody ever ate this pie, they'd go out of their minds. Then we've got Czar Drew in the house. So hello, Drew. What's up? Drew did a Drew, lot. Of Drew, tell Lisa Loren, that two-bit bitch, to go out and get this pie and to buy it for you because it is delicious. Drew Drew did a whole bunch of work, you guys, on the note to LGBTHate.com campaign on Thunderclap. It was the number one 
uh, tweeted thing on Twitter. It hit number one. It reached 28 million people. He did it uh, uh, with uh, Linda Riley, who's uh, the head of No to Hate, No to LGBT Hate.com, and it's to stop hate. Uh, hate messages and stuff on Twitter. It's really great. It was a great campaign. It was very, very successful, and, and Twitter's going to do something about it. So congratulations, Drew, on all your work. It was a Good huge work, success. Drew. This is this is the road to go, Drew. There you go. This is what to do. Then because. we've got, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Chinzia's in the chat room now. Hey, Chinzia, how you doing? Uh, hi, cuz. we got to get together. I feel terrible. But, you know, I lost feeling in my left hand from one of the Christmas balls I fell on. And uh, we're working on it with therapy and stuff. My right hand is much better. I have feelings and everything, but they're numb. It's hard to move my fingers. So I've been very involved with doctors, surgeries, and uh, therapies and stuff because I don't want to lose the feelings in my fingers. Because then how will I pull Jimmy's hair out of his head if I don't use my fingers? Let me keep going. All right. Then we we got a a few more. We want to give a shout out. To my favorite woman in Germany, Iris Hallies. She's Hope2259. What's up, Iris? Gotta love you. Hope you had a great time this weekend with John Berriman in England. I know you did. I saw the pictures. They were fabulous. So uh, congratulations and thanks so much for tuning in. And then we've got, for the first time, someone who tuned into the show last week. Actually, Iris recommended it. And her name is Carrie Pearson. So, hey, Carrie, what's up? And she's Fruity Pie one on uh Twitter, but she spells Fruity, F-R-I-U-T-Y-P-I-E, number one. So uh, tweet with her, follow her on Twitter. Hey, Carrie, we want to say thanks for tuning in. Love you. And uh, You'll get used to the insanity You'll get used to it after a while. That's right. Hopefully you're hearing all of this. Yeah. And then I want to give a shout-out to somebody who I don't think has ever been in the chat room, but he tweeted out yesterday how much he loves listening to Ron and, and all his stories. Oh, and, that's uh, sweet. Who's his, that? His name's Art Donovan. He's at Art underscore Donovan on Twitter or Dr. Donovan. Really great guy, cool guy. Good. Um, so, gonna, Art Donovan, if you're... Hey, I'm going to do a Jane Russell story today that no one has ever read or heard of because it was conversation between Jane and I about rudeness. Also, oh, hang on. Let me go. So we want to say hey to Art Donovan or Dr. Donovan. Thanks for tuning in. And Stefan Bell is tuning in. You guys follow him at Stefan Bell. What's up to Stefan and Tina? Hello, hello. And Zardrew says, thank you. And Chinzia says, we'll get together whenever you're better. I'm better, Chinzia. It's just that it stinks. We have got to really, We I don't know where you are. I mean, you live in Illinois. You're in Connecticut. I was supposed to meet in New York. I don't, I mean, we're like screwed up. And I, I we must see each other before I move to California, or else we'll, we'll just have to have you guys out to California and, then, and then kidnap we, you. Then we gotta just say hi to Chad. Chad, what's up? Since we like had a terrible oh, wait, beginning. Oh wait, I got dirt. <laughs> I got Chinzia. Chinzia, I'm watching Facebook, and your daughter has a boyfriend. What do you think about that? He looks nice. Do you think maybe we all have to go to Italy to the wedding? I wouldn't mind. Chad, how are you then, Chad? Since we had a terrible beginning. You called that a terrible beginning? I thought that was fun. Okay. <laughs> shows what people shows what real lives live radio is all about. That's yeah, right. Yeah, you know what? The more I watch television, the more I see our show <laughs> repeated. Oh, really? Everybody now is doing Skype. They're all this morning, Susan Lucci, who I know very well because she was my neighbor when I lived in Garden City, Long Island. Because yep. that's where Susan lives. And her daughter, Lisa, played with my daughter Deirdre. Deirdre has had more celebrity friends through her life 
than anybody. Angelina Jolie or Angie Voigt was her friend. Uh, what's her name? The, the rock and roll guy's daughter. Tyler. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler was her friend in New York. And Liz, uh, I guess, Lucci. I don't, know what the, I don't know what her. Susan Lucci. Susan Lucci's daughter is called oh, Liza. Liza. Okay. She was a Deirdre's friend. It's amazing. My daughter has had more celebrity friends. Anyway, um, Susan Lucci was talking to one of her fans, and they had the fan Skype in, and she was asking Susan a question. Now, I thought that was incredibly like our show. So we started it because no one else was Skyping four years ago. No one. We were the first. And now every show, even the President Obama, no, what, no, what the hell is his name? President Trump. <laughs> Oh, I forgot his name. Get your presence right. How could I forget right. his name with all the crap that's going on around him? I mean, they're bombing him to death, the poor man. And you know what my feelings are? Don't do that, folks. If we do bad to him, we only get it back because he won't be able to do his job. And he'll screw up and we'll pay in the long run. Sometimes you've got to support the devil so that you trick the devil into doing good for you. So if you think Trump is the devil, then trick him. Make believe you're his friend. Like the mafia says, I keep my enemies closer. That's true. Don't, don't go against tr Trump and make him weak and stupid because then he'll do bad. And then you'll say, oh, good. See, I told you he wasn't going to make it. Meanwhile, stocks go down. This goes down. You lose money. You have no food. So please support him. Let's give him a shot. Let's give him six months to see if he really is a nut. And if he's not a nut How and he turns out to be a great president, then we'll all say, okay, we did the right thing by supporting him. Remember, negativity only brings back negativity. If you are positive, positive comes back. That's the law of nature. And, of course, if you're religious and you believe in Jesus, Jesus did not ever say, hate thy neighbor. He always said, love thy neighbor. He said a house so, divided cannot stand. Well, That's I don't right. know. Well, he never told me that, but he told <laughs> But he, he did. He, he never told him, Chad. He told me. I had a lot of conversations with Jesus in my sure. life. I was Jane Russell's best friend. Oh. Every time we went to dinner, Jesus sat next to Jane and she talked to him in tongues. So I'm really? used to it. <laughs> I, I was a little freaked out a few times when she was going. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I thought that. she was choking on her salmon, <laughs> but uh, she was talking in tongue to Jesus. And she used to tell me, oh, you know, Jesus is with me. He's next to me. I thought she's crazy. But anyway, what are you going to do? And they make fun of me because I believe in aliens. I mean, here's Jane Russell, super legend movie star. I mean, biggest name in the history of movies. And she's sitting next to Jesus, and we're at dinner. Guess where? In the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought Jesus came to the airport for dinner. You can get him cheap. <laughs> Not really the airport no, the dinner. the airport's expensive. Yeah, it was it's very good. <laughs> I, and I, I, took, I took Jane to dinner that night, and she had salmon and wine and stuff. Not wine. Uh, what did she have? Make-believe wine. What is that make-believe wine they have? You know the one that has no uh, no no alcohol in it. Grape juice. Yeah, like fake wine. What is it called? Grape juice. No, it's not grape <laughs> juice. No, it tastes. That was good, though, Chad. Thank you. No, it tastes just like wine, but you can't get loaded from it. I don't know what the hell it was. Anyway, um, so that segues me into the Jane story. Actually, in the in the chat room, they're saying even Jesus said Jesus when Trump won. <laughs> right. Right, and I wonder what Jesus thought of Jane Russell's beauty. He must have said, wow, I wish this bitch was around when I was young. <clears throat> but anyway. Um, and if you don't know who Jane Russell is, everybody, Google her because she's an icon. Yeah. Jane and I were in a store. And Jane's not mall 
she never knew from malls because she's a movie star. Everything they did, what they brought to her. If Jane needed shoes, they brought her shoes. If she needed dresses, furs, anything was brought to her home or her studio or her dressing room. So Jane never really went rack shopping. Now I take her for the first time in her life. I brought her to places you wouldn't believe. A legend. I dragged her into <laughs> that shoe store. That's a ten dollars. What's it called? The, oh, nine ninety nine shoes or something. Now, what is it called? The one I took her to. I don't know. It's like one of those ten dollars shoe stores, though. Terrible shoe store. There's a chain of them all over. <laughs> Somebody's shoes. I forgot. Anyway, she was a sport. So now I'm pulling racks, and she said to me, Ron, you're really good at this, huh? I said, well, it doesn't take a lot of intelligence to pull racks. Now we're going down the rack line, and I said, this would be nice, Jane. She said, how much is it? I said, it's about $49. She said, oh, I don't know. I thought, no, nah, not really. So I put it back on the rack. Now Jane had a, a, a way of speaking that was not charming. She was a tough broad. She had four brothers that she used to fist fight with. She's a tomboy, and she was not delicate in her conversations. And she said to me, and some woman was standing opposite us on the rack, and Jane said to me, you got to be kidding. You mean people really do this to get their clothes? I said, oh, come on, Jane, stop it. Oh, I'm looking, not looking at the camera. No. I should look at the camera. I'm looking at my mic. They're all watching you. Yeah, I'm getting old. <laughs> oh, and the dog just jumped up. I'm going to shoot this number down because I'm not getting any. Anyway, uh, Jane said to me, something whatever in her normal tone and the woman turned around and said to jane russell you're very rude to your son he's meaning well and he's trying to help you <laughs> so, i didn't know what to say you know jane russell's my mother now so but she's been referred to as my mother a few times and jane turned around and looked at it and she said mind your business you nosy body who the hell are you to tell me whatever <laughs> and the woman didn't know what to say well another woman turned around and said, oh, my God, that's Jane Russell. And the woman came over. She said, are you Jane Russell? And J Jane said, yeah, damn straight I am. <laughs> so the other woman said, you're terrible. <laughs> she said, I would have never liked you in movies if I knew you were this mean. <laughs> so I said, you have to forgive it. Jane's had a long day and we're tired. So now we get in the car and Jane gives me a lecture on people that are rude. And my day... We had class and style. Nobody would ever dare to speak to you that way and, and refer to you as I'm your mother. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, good thing she didn't ask for my name because it's Ron Russell and you're Jane Russell. Then they'd really think you were my mother. Anyway, we drove all the way back to my house in Boca in Florida, and she was pissed off. She was really upset. So I told her, I said, Jane, you must remember the old saying, when you lie with dogs, you wake with fleas. And that made her feel so much better. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, it was a, that's a true story. Nobody knows. It's never been in the press. And it's a Jane Russell story. Jane had a, a, an attitude. And her attitude, she would say sometimes to people, they'd say, oh, Miss Russell, it's so nice to know you. And she'd say, of course it is. <laughs> or she'd say, uh, it was nice, you, you, it was nice to you, that you know me. <laughs> she did it deliberately. But she was a heart of hearts. She would give you the shirt off her back. She supported the Christian network like no one. Her social security, which was quite a lot of money, automatically went to her church. She supported her church and she supported her Christian beliefs. And she truly believed in Jesus Christ and loved him more than anything in the world. So I had to respect her for that because she wasn't a phony. 
She didn't do it for publicity or to be a, one of the Nobody crowd. Nobody even knew. Well, yes, they knew. Everybody knew she was religious because she'd speak in tongues. They didn't know that they gave it's her a, Social Security to the church and all that oh, stuff. Oh, no, they didn't. I knew that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And also, Jane Russell, when she did appearances in these uh, comic con, no, movie comms, whatever they're called. Yeah, comic con. You know, she signs sure. pictures or you could take a picture with her and you pay her 35 bucks for the signed picture. All that money went to her her woman that was with her that was a church representative and she w I remember Jane saying to her listen give me a couple give me like a thousand bucks of that I got to give all my grandkids a hundred dollars each for Christmas <laughs> so she actually asked uh, Yvonne Yvonne uh, oh, her last name is so hard to say she's uh, Mexican and the last name is, is Spanish uh, Bona Montana I think Bon, bon, bon Montana yeah so Jane Russell was a good girl, and I love her deeply. And I watched her the other night on TMC, in the Las Vegas TCM in the Las Vegas story, and all I kept saying was, "Oh my God, she's so beautiful." The camera caressed her, did close-ups on her. You can't believe. And at 89 years old, right before she left my house and passed away, she looked just as beautiful. She did not look like an old lady ever. She looked like Jane Russell, a little rugged. But that's the story about Hollywood and how pampered these stars were. They did nothing. Like I said to her, how come you had gray hair? You know, I was the one that made her a brunette. Now, I didn't do it physically, but I told her. I said, you know, your audience wants you brunette. They don't want you with gray hair. You look like an old bag. Because she insulted my spiked hair at the time. <laughs> and I said, well, I don't like your gray hair. You look like an old bag. You're supposed to be Jane Russell forever. Anyway, she said the studios dyed her hair, combed her hair, mostly wigs, and she never had to do anything. She never cooked a meal in her life. Never cooked. Never cleaned the house. So I said to her, what did you do all day? She said, get drunk. I said, oh, okay. So that's how the alcohol thing started because she was a recovering alcoholic. And I guess that's all she did all day long was lay by the pool and get drunk. So it's not such a hot life being a legend of Hollywood. All right. So anyway, let's move. Um, I just figured for the Jane Russell oh, fans nice. up because I have so many Jane Russell fans because they know that I was buddies with her. So they all want to know the inside dirt. So that's an inside story on my Janie Pooh. Oh, it was beautiful. That's what I used to call a Janie Pooh. So another couple of people we want to give some shout outs to. Number one, you guys, uh, the Aquarius View magazine. We thank them so much for uh, promoting the show. And you can follow them on Twitter at underscore TAV magazine. And if you guys remember Tina Sloan, she was in Venice, the series, and she was the uh, soap opera star and author that we had on in the middle of last year. And today is her birthday. So we want to wish Tina Sloan happy a very birthday, happy birthday. Tina. And thank you so much. She sent us a copy of her book. It was awesome. And, um, oh, speaking of books, I must interrupt. I've been approached by a, a publishing house, and they suggested that I do a little book, uh, th all, all things about Jane Russell that I know. I want the chat room to tell me, do you think it would sell, and would it be a wise move to do so? Well, we'll have to wait and see what they say. Right. Because I would be revealing a lot of private, intimate stuff that Jane and I shared together. I mean, we spent many a night at my house in Palm Springs by the fire till three in the morning talking. And, you know, I asked all the weird questions and she would tell me everything. But she did say to me, please, Ron, don't make it public. Oh, well, you can't make it public if she told you not to make it well, public. Well, that was she was alive. Now she's dead. Oh. You, you don't respect that anymore. That was the wishes of a w woman. Iris likes it. 
So should I go ahead and do this little thing, a little things about Jane? It'd be fun. It'd be fun. I, I wonder so. if I would feel guilty that I would be revealing. I, I would never go into some of the stories about her husbands because that's very personal. Um, but I would talk about this Marilyn Monroe a lot and her things that she did with Marilyn. That's precious. I mean, people would read a whole chapter of her experiences with Marilyn when she tried to get Marilyn to go to Jesus and go to the church. And when Marilyn died, Jane said to me, had she gone to Jesus, she would never have died. She would have, you know, lived a better life, a more wholesome life. And then Jane went into the things that Marilyn did and had to do and how she was with contracts and other co-stars and some of the men that she, as Tony Curtis said, got on her knees for, which was said that a beautiful, gorgeous movie star like that had to get on her knees to get certain things done. Hollywood's not the hasn't nicest changed. place. Hasn't changed. No, hasn't changed. They all love it. Everybody says just do it, so they all say what they love it. Yeah, okay. So I think I'm going to put it together. And see what they do with it. There you go. Also, we want to let everybody know if you remember when we had uh, Paul Logan and Vernon Wells on last year for the Horde movie. The Horde movie is actually coming out physically. It'll be like in all the stores everywhere uh, on, no on Valentine's Day. Nothing like seeing a great horror movie on Valentine's Day, but it's going to be really cool. So get your copy of The Horde and, uh, and follow real Paul Logan on Twitter. He's a really cool guy. You know him. Of course I know. Okay, I was the one sure that brought looking. I brought Paul to you. No, I was just reading the the headline on my computer, and I think it's appalling. But anyway, either way, no, don't don't bring that up. I'm not going to bring it up, but it's so rude and so mean with this. Also, we want to say rest in peace because uh, there's a whole bunch of people who died recently, and we just want to say rest in peace. The actor John Hurt died, Mary Tyler Moore died, and Miguel Ferrer, who's actually a cousin of George Clooney, and he's a great character actor. You've seen him in a zillion and things. And he was young because he's Jose Ferrer's son. <clears throat> Jose Ferrer, you remember, played uh, in, in Moulin Rouge with uh, Jaja Gabor. He played the French impressionist Toulouse-Lautrec. So all three of those people, I mean, it's only <clears throat> we're only in the first month. It's terrible that so many people have already died. So Well, only because they're celebrity. Uh, millions of people die every day that we don't know about. That's true. Uh, you know, you have to uh, move on. They're all saying Paul Hogan is hot. Yes, he is. <laughs> I, I've been Paul and no, I... It's actually Paul Logan, you guys, not Paul Hogan. Paul Logan. Paul, yeah, <laughs> I was going to correct you on that, but I didn't want to. Uh, yeah, Paul and I have been Facebook friends for like maybe eight, nine, ten years, and I've watched him grow, I mean physically. He was used to be like a thin guy. And I watched him over the years work out and get bigger and bigger and bigger and gigantic. Paul is a very nice fellow. We've had very good conversations on Facebook. And uh, he's a nice guy. Actually, too, somebody wrote in the chat room they saw Pitchfork, which is the horror movie by Glenn Douglas Packard. And they said it was really good. So we, I, I want to see that one, too, then. I'm going to see that if you said it's really good because I've only seen the preview. It looks well, good, the though. sad thing is we, we didn't make it public because... We didn't have time, but we were invited to the concert of Adam Ant last Thursday, and uh, we were so excited because we were going to see our friend Eileen, Eileen and Aaron Paul, and Aaron Paul, you know, our dear friends. Of course, you know, Eileen is a very close friend of ours now, and uh, Adam Ant's guitarist passed away Yes, that day, and he was also his musical coach, or not coach, his musical coach. Uh, What's the word for it? A producer or Producer, something? something like that. So out of respect for him, Adam Ant canceled the whole tour, which was Philadelphia and New York. Adam is right now in Toronto. Why? Because this guitarist family came forward and said, Adam, 
my husband, brother, whoever would want you to perform. He would never want to stop a concert and never want to stop the millions of people who love you and who come to see you. So please go back to performing. And based upon that, Adam rescheduled. So as soon as Adam gives us his schedule, of not Adam, as soon as Eileen gives us his schedule, we will go. Well, sure, we'll get and the hopefully check, yeah. We'll, yeah, hopefully we'll get an interview with Adam Ant, which should be very interesting. Absolutely. That's down the road, kitties. Absolutely. Then... Um, I was I was reading something that I just found fascinating, so I thought I would just bring it up. And this is just stupid celebrity gossip that has nothing to do with anything, really, except for the fact that I actually like Johnny Depp a lot. I've met him a couple times, and uh, I think he's a great actor. But Johnny Depp, they say, is one of the most elaborate spenders in Hollywood, and that he spends $2 million a month, $30,000 a month just in wine. <laughs> well, if I had his money, I could beat him out in a minute. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just keep... That's a lot of money, though. $2 yeah, but million I, dollars I, a month. Well, a lot of the money would go to building closets in the house. I'd have, like, <laughs> half of the house just closets. I'd be like my cousin Bertha, you know, who passed away. She was very wealthy. She was a multimillionaire and never left the house, hardly ever, and wore tatted clothes and had her entire house filled with boxes of, of shoes, bags. She had over a million dollars worth of jewelry in her safe. That she bought never wore. Um, she was a uh, what do they call them? Pack rats? No, a hoarder. A hoarder. She was a hoarder. And we tried so hard to get her to you know get out of the house. And she said to me in the hospital, she said, Ronnie, as soon as I get better, I'm taking you and Jimmy to Italy for two reasons. One, I want to be with you, and two, I won't travel alone. But I'm going to pay for everything. I said everything. She said everything. It won't cost you or Jimmy a a dime. And then she promised my, talking about Christmas balls again, she had antique balls from her, her grandmother and she promised them to my daughter Leslie and she promised my daughter's Deirdre and Leslie some jewelry when she passed away and all I wanted was the movie film of her wedding because she was a Jane Russell lookalike. She was a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Well, none of us got anything. <clears throat> her sons, who weren't the, the nicest, uh, just, just dissolved everything, and it was sad when my cousin passed away. She didn't think she was dying; otherwise, she would have said, "Here, go get or give us, you know, put it in a will." She had no idea she was going to die, and uh, she died from infection in hospital. So, in life, prepare for everything. Don't think that you know we're here forever. Don't think that because we're alive, we're going to live to ninety, like what's her name did. What's her name? I forgot. <laughs> One of the movie stars just died at 95. Who was it? Old timer. Oh, I don't know. Oh, wait. Okay. You know, you, so, Chad, what's the weather like in Florida? It's like 25 degrees here. Yeah, we're loving it down here. You just don't get it, but I think like 50 of the night, maybe lower, 40. and then, um, But it's up to 80 now. That's nice. I know. I had like a two-hour conversation with Chef Kim. Yeah. Kim Namoli. You know who she is, the, the galley chef. In Florida, and um, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'll say it. What the hell? It doesn't cost anything. Now we want to know. Well, it's good news. She said that she and her husband may move to Palm Springs. Oh. So I, oh, I faith. She's one of my dearest friends in the world. I love her to pieces. Are you kidding? Kim and Maya are like brother and sister. And I would love it if Kim ever moved to Palm Springs. My God. 
all the guys there, the gay guys, they would kill themselves. Because if you went to a dinner party at her house, forget it. I mean, she can cook like nobody. You could throw your garbage at her and she makes it into a banquet. No, Dave, really. Dave said it was Jaja Gabor who died and she was 93. Thank oh. you very much, Dave. That's who I was Dave, going you to. rock. That's Dave. awesome. So, so, Chad. Yes, sir. Let, let's do a music break, you guys. Um, let's play Shine. You guys, you know Chaz Robinson. We had him on the show, his first single. Um, we liked him. Uh, wh- oh, now I forgot the name of the first single. It was... Uh, Good, I'm glad. Oh, my God. Isn't that terrible? Good. I forgot. Not, not, anyway, he's got, a new, like- he's got a new song getting ready to come out. And... Um, the name of the song is Shine. It'll be coming out in March. It's a great, great song and has never been played anywhere before. So it's kind of like a world premiere. And um, I hope everybody likes it. And we're going to play it. Chad, you got it ready? Let's do it. Let me know what you guys think. Everybody here, Shine by Chaz Robinson.
you go. Yay, everybody. So that's the brand new single by Chaz Robinson. The name of the song is Shine. And Without You was his first hit that I couldn't remember that we played a bunch uh, at the end of the year and in, in the fall. I don't know why I couldn't remember that. I'm just getting old. Now, if you think that people in show business see each other's shows all the time, you're mistaken. I mean, there's great movie stars that I know that I haven't seen some of their work, and it's okay. Um, Lara Spencer from Good Morning America was another one of our dearest friends. She grew up in my house in Garden City, where we lived. She's my daughter Leslie's dearest friend. She was in Leslie was in her wedding party, so they're really like sisters. Now, you would expect me to be watching Good Morning America every day because Lara's on it. Well, I have, but sometimes I don't. Lara has a show that she produces called Flip. What is it called? Flip? Oh, Flea Market Flip? Flea Market Flip. She produced it. It's on a private network that we don't get on our cable system. Well, they must have offered it to us for free for a couple of days. You know, they do that. They open up the channel for you. I sat and I watched three of these flips. I've got to tell you, this girl is so talented. She wrote it, created it, produced it, and is in it. She's splendid. The show is hilariously funny. It's great. Two couples, opposite people, have to go into a, a flea market and buy junk, rusty, crappy shit, and make it beautiful and sell it. Whoever sells and gets the most money wins the show. Sounds like nothing. Boring, right? But it's not because Lara's there and she partakes in it and makes it just joyful and fun to watch. Um, I would recommend everybody watch Flea Market Flip. It's on HGTV, isn't it? HGTV, which you have to pay additional for, which is a network that we don't really watch. So the only reason I would pay extra for it would be to watch Lara. Actually, it's got a lot of good shows on it, though. Yeah, but I would do it to watch Lara's show. But to pinpoint me to watch something is impossible because our lives is so, our, our, our day, you know, really, our days are so filled with, you know, one minute we're here and in, and after the show we could be in Washington interviewing uh, Trump's beautiful wife. You know, we could be anywhere. So we don't know where we are from, from day to day. Um, but please, make do yourselves a favor and watch Flea Market Flip. And see the work that a little girl from Garden City who had a dream. She wanted to be a famous diver. She's a swimmer, and that's what she spent her early youth doing, was diving. And she used all of that. Oh, you put it up. Thank you, whoever put that up. Chad. Whatever. Chad's the only one oh, Chad, put it Chad, up. Chad, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Look at my beautiful Lara. I remember when she was a little girl. What a troublemaker. I mean, she was all over. Trouble? There was Lara. Always doing mischievous things. Nothing bad. Just like a teaser. You know, she put like whoopee cushions under the piano player's seat. And when the piano player went to sit at the school rehearsals, the whoopee cushion went off and the, and the theater went crazy laughing. Anyway, I don't know that Lara did that, but she was she was accused. <laughs> and my daughter is the opposite. My daughter does nothing. She's just sitting there. She sits there looking pretty and charming. She was never mischievous. But she would be with Lara when Lara was doing all of these things. Lara was like a tomboy. But I love Lara to death to this day. She's like my other daughter. I, I love her so much. Um, she's a good person. She's a kind person and a very beautiful girl. And it's a great show, you guys. So check it right. out. 
Um, real quick, too, then I want to t- first we want to thank everybody for tuning in every week, um, and, and we want to let you know where you can hear us. First of all, you can hear the Jimmy Star Show every Wednesday from three to four fifty p.m. on our home station w4cy.com with the fabulous Chad Murphy. Uh oh, he's not there. Oh yes, <laughs> Chad- I am. There yes, he is. <laughs> Oh, I thought we- you can hear us on Monster FM Radio in New York, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in LA, Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, and then we're also you can hear us uh, anytime you want on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, and Spreaker. And on television, you can see us on Roku, Vimeo, Roku, Vimeo and YouTube. We want to thank everybody for watching last week's YouTube videos. Uh, both guest shows were a lot of fun. We had a good time last week. And now that we're on the telephone, guess what? I've been noticed. I was in Philadelphia last week, and I went to a couple of the big, you know, uh, uh, department stores that are there because Leslie's birthday, my daughter Leslie's birthday is next Monday. So I went to the old Wanamaker's department store, which is now Macy's. It's magnificent. You've got to see it. It's right in Center City, Philadelphia. And as I was walking through the mall, a few people started to buzz a little bit, and they stared at me. And as I walked by, I heard one say, that's that Ron Russell guy. So I said, oh, crap, here we go. I'm getting recognized. That means I can't, you know, shoplift anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, or, or, or kill people because now they'll know who I am. You know, if Absolutely. I wanna, if they'll I get a contract to knock somebody off. But I figured it's okay. I guess it goes with the territory. Um, but I'm going to do my hair blonde and blonde eyebrows and, and wear a fake mustache. Yeah. You look, by the way, very dapper today, by the way. Yeah, because I'm cold. Very handsome. And I love my jacket that no one in the in the chat room's commenting on. It's a Ralph Lauren, uh, some kind of somebody's plaid, and I similar love, to a Stuart plaid, but it's not Stuart. No, it's and else. I love it to death. And Jimmy and I were walking in Macy's in New York City, and we saw it on the mannequin, and I said, "That's mine." And we went over, and I expected to pay six, seven hundred dollars because that's what it maybe even more. And I wasn't going to do it. I said to Jimmy, Jimmy, if it's more than five, I'm not buying it. Five hundred's my limit. And we went over and looked at it, and it was on sale. And we got it for what? Two and a quarter? Or something? No, way less than that. Way less. How much did we get? I think one hundred and twenty-five or one hundred forty. One hundred and forty. Could you believe that for this gorgeous, a uh, purple label, Ralph Lauren? It's not the the cheesy label. It's the real Ralph Lauren. See. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I love bargains, and I snapped it we up. We love bargains. I bu- only buy bargains. You know, I I'm like a Marshalls aholic. I like Marshalls. He no. likes he likes all the big stores, but I, I like Marshalls. I, I have the most expensive collection of shoes. I have handmade shoes by Valentino that I bought years ago on sale for nothing, and they, I still have them. Um, I love expensive things, but I don't like spending the money. I really don't, and I and I never do. I only buy if it's a great sale, and I pass that on to you because don't be stupid and go out and buy something that's in April and it's it's a win- winter jacket and it's seven hundred when you know in a couple of weeks it's going to be reduced fifty percent and then another forty off. So shop sales. What else can I tell you? I think that's Carrie. Carrie and Carrie and Wait, Iris me. both this love is, it. And and this jacket was seven fifty. He's got balls, that Ralph Lauren. I mean, seven fifty for this jacket? No way. A buck and a quarter. Oh, what a nice jacket, Ralphie. Thank you. Carrie Pearson and, and Iris both love it. I have a hard time figuring out which, which ones are Carrie and which ones are are goddess but they all see they all love it so it's fantastic and goddess i hope you are well i wish you would like put your name on your thing so i could keep you separate and i know which one you are in the chat room 
but anyway, it's all cool. It's all fun. Um, uh, I had one. Oh, also, you guys, the SAG Awards just happened. I know the Academy Awards are coming out. You know, we only saw like two of the Academy Award movies. Like, and the rest of them, I didn't even want to see them. Um, so, so it's not really like going to be a great Academy Awards. But the SAG Awards happened the other night, and I just want to give a, uh, a plugs to Stranger Things that won like Best Ensemble Cast. I think it won a whole bunch of other things. It basically cleaned up you guys. And if you guys have not seen Stranger Things on Netflix, you have to see it because it is awesome. Uh, it stars Matthew Modine and Winona Ryder, but they're really not the main oh, characters. The Ma- main Matthew Modine's a pal of ours. But the main the main character is really uh, is really the kids that are in it. But it is a great, great, great. Did, did we series. call? Did we call Matthew to con- congratulate? No. Him? Why did I tweeted to him? Why did you tweet? I told you, call people. There we go. Goddess is PMIL. Okay, there we go. What is she? PMS? No, PMIL. <laughs> Thanks, Goddess. I I get confused of which which one is you. And which one is is uh, is Carrie? So, like, thank you so much for doing that in the chat room. We appreciate it. <laughs> you gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right. Well, I want to do one more song because we're gonna have our guest coming on in a few minutes. Um, Chad. What you wanna do? All right. We're gonna do "I'm on Fire." How's that, you guys? This is a really cool band. Their name is Rodsa Garden. And uh, the name of this song is I'm on Fire, and I don't think we've ever played it before on the Jimmy Star Show. It's a cool s- song I ran into. I love it a lot. It's available now on all the digital download sites, so check it out. Are you ready to go, Chad? Let's go. All right. I'm on Fire by Roger Garden, everybody. Lie down and set me free I want you more every time you burn me Don't need any mercy, I need you So
Hey. That was it, right, Chad? That was it. I could hear parts of it coming in and out at the last <laughs> second there. So what's up, everybody? That was Rodster Gardens. I'm on fire. Yes. We want to welcome we want to welcome Med Ru- Meg Rudick in the chat room. What's up, Meg? Meg, Meg Maggie, listen. Jimmy will tell you how you could see us. Yeah, you should. Everybody should be able to see us just by. Um, uh, well, you can either get the app W4CY app uh, for uh, for from Google Play or iTunes and click it, and then in there someplace there'll be a button to hit the ITV button to watch it, or you can just go to W4CY.com and click ITV, and you should be able to see it because everybody sees us on their phones now, and if it's on the phone, ah, it should be everywhere. That scares the hell out of me. Anyway, I have to tell you a little story, everybody. I had a friend who I really trusted, and I thought she was wonderful. And um, she was best friends with my ex-partner, who I was with for five years before Jimmy. And I confided in her and told her certain things, thinking she was my friend, and that she would never repeat it to my ex-partner to make fun of me, to degrade me. I find that some people make friends by degrading other friends. I no longer have anything to do with this person, and I never will again. And hopefully this person will never try to contact me because I will be, sorry Jane Russell, rude. Um, Be careful, folks, in what you say, because it could be used against you, as the cops say. Um, You know, I'm in the public eye. And I really don't want some of my private business out there. I tell people mostly everything on the air. But there are certain things that I really don't want said. And the one thing that got me mad was this person told the ex and the ex's mother and the ex's mother's horrible boyfriend, who should be killed, um, that I couldn't sell my house and this and that, making fun of me. And then to my face, she's very kind. So you know what? Be careful, folks. Get rid of this. Don't stop having a friend because he voted for Donald Trump. But do stop voting. Do stop seeing a friend that has betrayed you and gone against you. Those are my words of wisdom. There you go. The words of wisdom. From from Mei Ling Fu Kuchao. Meanwhile, my doctor, who's taking care of my wrist, which is doing much better, by Dr. the way, Doctor Park, you must you Park, no Park, no S, P A R K, you he, he's Korean, and he's adorable. He's the handsomest Korean I've ever seen, and he's got a lovely wife, and he's got a child, and he's the ha- the cutest little guy in the world. I mean, good looking, light eyed. He must have been, you know, half and half. If you ever need a hand doctor. Anyway, he is so wonderful. His side man, his bedside manner is beautiful. He's patient. He's he's very funny. Uh, what a wonderful doctor he is. And my wrist is doing really well. I'm not in the danger zone anymore of getting gangrene. Gangrene is it? Gangrene. Gangrene or losing the the risk of losing my hand. Um, so I'm really doing. Terrific. And this doctor. And if you need a doctor, he's at Bucks County Orthopedic Specialist if you're in Pennsylvania. Right. So if you're in Bucks County or anywhere, please go see Dr. Park and tell him that Ron Russell sent you because he really likes me a lot. He finds me very funny. Uh, you know, I do like 10 minutes stand up when I see him and he cracks up laughing. <laughs> he loves it. You got to hear the shit I tell him. Nobody speaks to doctors that way like I do. <laughs> 
But he, he just cracks up for me. He just laughs all the time. And it paid off because I brought him some fun. And in turn, he's my friend and he did a better job on me. He cares about me, worries about me, worries about my wrist. You know, he's very concerned and you could see it in, in his expression and in his eyes. So go beyond being a patient. Be a friend to your doctor and your doctor will be a friend to you. I mean, I know Meg, who I, who I love and adore, she's my dearest friend, who's in our chat room right now, Med Rudnick, her husband is a doctor. And Alan is exactly like Dr. Park. Alan is a human being. He caresses his patients. Uh, so if ever you're in Ohio, or those of you in Ohio, go see uh, Dr. Rudnick. And he's at, I believe, Meg, Columbia. Is, is that my right? The big hospital in I'm Ohio. Sure. She says to have him call you tomorrow that she's taking Bunker to the doctor because he hurt his leg. Oh, Bunker hurt himself. These friggin' dogs. Another million dollars. Oh, Bunker. She's going to call me tomorrow. Is she it? wants you to call her. Oh, all right. Why, why should I call her? She didn't call me. <laughs> I mean, I, I got. she's running around with the dog with a broken I'm leg. I'm happy your wrist is better. Oh, good. But what? how did Bunker break his leg? She didn't say broke. Heard it? She's got such problems with her little baby poodle. It's the cutest thing in the world, Bunker, but it has epileptic fits. And you've never seen a person in, treat a dog like she treats her dog, like it was a child. She worries about him, and her husband, the doctor, is worse. I loved it because they have a place in Hilton Head, and they've invited Jimmy and I there. So we've been we, there several times. We've been there several times. And I remember Alan walked in. And the dog was on the floor, and he walked right by us and his wife, and he got on the floor, and he started kissing the dog. <laughs> so Meg looked at me. She said, see what I married? Look, <laughs> he comes home and kisses the dog. But the dog is so cute. Alan's crazy about that dog. Anyway, I hope the doggy is going to be okay. Meg, I'll call, I'll call you tomorrow. If I get you, I get you. If I don't, screw you. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Meg knows Leg, I, we, I love We her. love you, Meg. All right, so one other thing, one other thing I found on the internet, you guys, for all you music lovers, and especially if you're a boy band lover, or if you ever liked the band Take That, which is like, I guess probably one of the biggest, you know, European boy bands, especially in the UK. Um, there's a new TV show. It's called Let It Shine, and it's written by Gary Barlow, and basically it's a singing competition. They're putting together a Broadway, well, I guess a West End play based on Take That, and they're auditioning people to be the me the five members of Take That, and, and it is an awesome... It's like so much cooler than The Voice and all these other shows. It's called Let It Shine. The Twitter is at Let It Shine. Uh, check it out, and tweet to them and tell them they should follow me, because like, they're not following me, which pisses, I hate it when people don't follow me, but, but anyway, it's a really cool show. You can see it on YouTube. It's really cool and enjoyed, and... He slipped in Banana Republic, it says. Somebody slipped in... Oh, maybe, the, maybe the dog slipped in Banana Republic? How the hell did a dog slip in on a banana <laughs> in the Banana Republic? Anyway, uh, I have people following me. Oh, yeah, that is. Okay, that's that's Meg who said that. Okay, I was trying I, to figure out who that was. Okay, I, I have a lot of people following me in the mall. That was a joke, Jim. Oh, okay. I said I have a lot of people yeah, following me. I, that's me how I mall. met you. I followed him through the mall. In case anybody doesn't know that story, I followed Ron in the mall. And I said something terrible to him. I can't repeat. He told me to get the F away. <laughs> you know, get the fuck away from me. I told him, what are you, a nut? He thought I was a nut, and now well, he's married to First of all, what, what made you think I was gay? I mean, you assumed, what if I was straight and I punched you in the face? Straight guys, if, if you tell a straight guy they're, they're gorgeous, they don't punch you in the face. You've experienced that? Yeah. I'm sure. 
Macy's bathroom. Will, fr- no, not in the bathroom, but no, they're like Mace, they're flattered. Macy's bathroom will never be the same now that Jimmy they're, married they're, me. They're flower. They're flattered. So like like everybody's flattered when you tell them they're good looking. It doesn't I don't matter think, if they're I men don't or women. think my father. If you walked up to my father and said, "I think you're the most gorgeous man in this mall," I don't think my father would have been flattered. My father well, would have said, "He might have been because he was too old school." But everybody else. No, would he would have said, "My get out of here, you disgraziata." <laughs> Either way, it works for you. Well, it didn't work for you right away, but it did work for you. So. And am I happy it did because I've been married, what, how many times? Once I was widowed. Widowed? How's a man when somebody You're died? a widower. Widower. <laughs> when Sal passed away, I was with him for 46 years, and he died of, of uh, pancreatic cancer. So I was widowed. Then the second one was a moron who suffered from schizophrenia, and that one went five years of torture. And then now, and now we're coming up on five and, years yeah, of torture. Yeah, now Jimmy. <laughs> so I've had I've had three marriages in my life. That's a lot. That's well, very Hollywood. It's no, cool. you had a wife too, so that's. Four oh, I, that's right. I had a wife. <laughs> <laughs> He for, Chad, he forgets that one. <laughs> I had a wife for 16 years somewhere. I don't know where the hell that so fits So I'm number in. four. So you're number four. Wow, I'm getting to be like Zsa Zsa. There you go. Elizabeth Taylor. I'm, I'm racking them up. No, Jimmy, you're the last. Because, you know, when I said, uh, when we got married and I said to you, uh, till the end, that'll be my end. You'll be you'll you'll have my ashes one day, and that's the only way that you and I will not be together. There you go. You gotta love it. Hey, Chad. What if he gets hit by a car tomorrow and dies? Who? Jimmy. God forbid. Don't even say such a thing. Then, I would. I, he, I, I would have somebody else. You can't in like tell. Three, but I'm no, saying you can't I, tell I, when I you're gonna go. I would fly right to Palm Springs, where I have a suitor, <laughs> and I won't tell you. I won't tell you who he is, but. God. At Liz Lauren's wedding. Uh, now, Liz Lauren is a drag queen. She's mm-hmm. a fabulous drag queen and a dear, dear, dear friend of mine. And she happens to be Drew King's part husband. I mean, they're married. Um, and at the wedding, this guy who's been after me for years comes up to me. And he's married to another guy also. He comes up to me and he says to me, Ron, I still think about you and I still want to know if we could make it together. I said, I'm married. He said, I am too. He uh, said, how about like we sneak out and we see each other oh, to make sure that it's going to work. If we really love each other, then we'll divorce them and we'll get married. Look at that plotting <laughs> behind your back. Well, you know, I find this amazing, very entertaining because he's come up with some stunts over the years like you wouldn't believe. We were doing a big benefit show in San Diego and we were booking rooms at the hotel. Well, somehow... Liz Lauren, bitch, booked me and this guy in the same room. And I said to Liz, uh-uh, I want my room alone or I don't perform. So she got upset with me and I said, I don't give a shit. I'm not bunking with this guy. I'll be running around the bedroom and you know, have to nail him one. Anyway, so I did get my way. Well, he got very insulted and uh, let me alone for a while. But he's still pursuing me. And the best part is, which Jimmy flipped out. The development we're moving into in Palm Springs. They fucking live there. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to the pool, the country club, the gymnasium, all the events in our, in our you know gated community. So this is going to be a lot of fun. And we'll keep up with it, folks. And I'll let you know what goes on. There's nothing going but on. But I will never mention his name because he's very famous and I don't want to um, never. Yeah, because that way, when if he mentions a name, when you read about like somebody who's like penis got chopped off someplace, oh, you'll like be stop, wondering. Stop, stop. He happens to <laughs> he happens to be a dear friend of mine yeah, who I, I really great. like a lot. I know I love. And him. if he didn't 
if he didn't have this baloney with me, I would see him all the time. But of course, I won't because of the the, the situation. He's just fabulous. He's a, he happens to be a, a great person. I really I do he like He's him. Wonderful. Oh, Jimmy, you never you know you don't know him. You met him. But Chad, you know. what would you think if like if like some person who was hot for Heather's like sitting there trying uh, no. and they're like conspiring like to like. I'd be like, Go what is this? What is this? I'm right here. You're just I'm right like here. me. That's right. Get that motherfucker out of here. Excuse me. Hello. I'm right here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. Anyway. That's just but rude. you know what? I'm a big boy. What? You think he's the first one that's tried to do this shit with oh, me? No. Never. So I know how to handle no, him. No, but it's different when it's a stranger than compared yeah, to when it's somebody Listen, Jim. So I listen to him, and I come back with a lot of stand-up jokes, and he laughs. So I'm very polite. I, I don't say anything mean. Oh, come on, Jimmy. He's, he's a friend of mine for over I know. 10, 12 years. Terrific. We love him. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> you know what? At my, at, listen to me. At, wait, that screech. He's considerably younger than I. I know. And, and he's not after me for money because I don't have money. He's got more money than I have because he's famous in what he does. Uh, he's a famous uh, clothing. No, 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 we're not going to say no, that. No, just clothing designer. He's a very famous clothing designer that does magnificent gowns and stuff. Magnificent. So, oh, yes. You didn't think his work was beautiful? I didn't see it. That's why it's in Beverly Hills. Excuse me. I mean, anyway, does beautiful let's go work. on to the new subject because I don't like this one. He's Weird. made some gowns for Liz Lauren. He made a gown for her that she went to the New York City Night of the Gowns, Thousand Gowns, which is a big honor for drag queens. They come from all over the world. And Liz Lauren won first place. All right. She never did this. And she walked in in one of his gowns and forget it. They, she cleaned up. Okay. We're good. We're done with that one now. We're going to go oh, to the Oh, he gets subject. so jealous. I, I can't love stand it. it. I love to torture him. Um, anyway. Everybody out there, if you can get your mate jealous and torture them, do it. You know why? What? They're good to you. They oh yeah, they take you to dinner. They do everything. They they get nervous. Yeah. If you if they know you're a pushover and and oh I love you, I love you so much, I do anything for you. Nah, nah, nah. Mushy mushy mushy. Who the hell wants that? You want a little bitch, a little bit of bitch. Uh, yeah, we all want a little bitch. Anyway. Yeah, and, and tonight, <laughs> what are you going to say to me, hun? Don't cook. Let me take you to dinner. No, I can't. I have so we go. Tonight. So we go back to Walmart. <laughs> no, I can't tonight. Tonight we have to eat. Who, uh, who are you interviewing? They love it. I'm not interviewing anybody. I'm being interviewed. I'm going to be on Sheena Metal Radio Metal Experience tonight, you guys, at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Why didn't you tell me? I find out now on the air with a million, two, three, four, five million oh, people. Oh, what's the difference? <laughs> oh, that's nice. Oh, I forgot to tell you that the gown designer called yesterday. <laughs> well. He wants to know when I'm coming to Palm Springs. They love my laughing. <laughs> oh, stop with that horrible laugh. He sounds like... It was a, you gotta a, love it. It was a game I used to play years ago. It was a... a, a Laughing. No, no, no. The, the witch had the same laugh as you in the video <laughs> game I played. And the game was called... Um, he was like a... Not a monkey. He was a bear. He was a bear. And he used to like go in icy places and do things. And there was a witch. And it was a good game. I forgot what he was called. <laughs> he had the same laugh. You could That's have, okay. You could have done Everybody that. Everybody actually loves my laugh. Yeah, because they're not next to you. <laughs> but uh, you know, you you should put that laugh in voiceovers, record it, and send it to all the voiceover studios if they want a real hackle, hackle, cackle, hackle laugh. laugh. I could do that. Mm. You gotta love it. Also, everybody, I want to 
everybody also to know that the Jimmy Stars World website's kind of been redone. And, and if you go to jimmystarsworld.com, not only can you see all our great interviews up there, but you can also have links to uh, my author page on Amazon for our books and all the Jimmy Star brand clothing on eBay okay. and all the information about the Jimmy Star Show. Okay. Jimmy, please do me a favor. Go in the room here. Bring me the dungaree jacket with the fur. No, we don't have time. I want to show the, the people this we jacket. Only, we only have one minute. I am freaking out. It's one of Jimmy's most gorgeous designs. It's a jean jacket. You wear this with dungarees. You can go from cocktails to picnics. He's asking some stupid price. It was originally like two or $300, right? What are you asking for it now? Like 20 bucks or 25 bucks I or mean, something. I mean, 25 All you have to do is Google Jimmy Star brand on eBay, and I have hundreds of things that come up. Yeah, but that piece is worth a fortune. I got news for you. If it was my size, I would wear it. It's a beautiful. Of course it's it is. A, Everything I make is it's beautiful. It's a dungaree jacket trimmed in fur, but the way he did it, the sleeves are not dungaree. The sleeves are all fur, and the way he trimmed the collar, it is it is worth three hundred bucks. Absolutely. And so you can I, go on Jimmy Star Brand on eBay. But, but and why buy it for why are you selling it so cheap? Because I don't want to move all this stuff to California. So you're getting you're unloading everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, that jean so jacket. So go to JimmyStarsWorld.com and hit hit shopping on the tabs. God, and you can goddess, see it. goddess, what size are you? If she we, was in Florida, though. She wouldn't use oh, it in Florida. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, I would send it to you as a gift goddess because you would look gorgeous in it with no bra. She could use I it just, one week out and, of the year. Yeah, I mean, if she wore it without a bra and just buttoned it and had cleavage showing through this jacket, she could kill people. I love the jacket. Yeah, they want to see it. Yeah, they're going to see it. Look at this friggin' jacket. Look at this. Look at the fur. Look how he did it up the back. And this is real fur. This is not toilet seat, you know, crap. I think it's mink. This is mink. 20 bucks for mink, Jimmy. You're out of your friggin' mind. Anyway, we'll get rid of it. And it's lined. Look how beautiful he lined it. And it's a beautiful, cool denim jacket, everybody. Look. It's one of a kind. There's only one of them in the world. Go to jimmystarsworld.com. Click on the links to go shopping, and you can find all kinds of cool stuff well, on I mean, eBay. Could you imagine wearing this? This is mink. All right, I'm gotta, telling you, not, nothing underneath. Just button it and show cleavage because it's a bolero. It's not a long jacket. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's a short jacket, a bolero jacket with mink sleeves and a mink row of shit going around the back. Anyway. Well, look at the buttons. Even the buttons, are, the buttons are gorgeous. These buttons are worth more than 20 bucks, Jimmy. That's okay. These are real brass buttons. So here's what we're going to do. Chad. You Crazy should buy man. it, Ron, and resell it. Um, I wish Meg fits in it. I'd send it to Meg. Right. So here we go. Chad, let, let's yes, try sir. and call our Meg, Meg won't wear it. It's a little too wild. Oh, wait, Meg me. is conservative. This is for a skinny chick who's like, this is for goddess, you know? A goddess body, a goddess face, a goddess mentality. Or Carrie or Iris. Oh, I don't know what they look like. I know. Yeah, I, we had, Iris called in from Germany two weeks ago. You saw oh, yo, she's too old for that. No, she's not. No, she is. That's for a young girl. No, it's not. That's for a young girl under 30. See, they liked it. And skinny. You gotta love it. I, I, I want God. I want Goddess to have it. <laughs> goddess, move to a cold climate so you can have the coat. What's up, Goddess? All right, what happened, Chad? Dialing her. Hey, cool. Hopefully, this is gonna work itself out well. We did a test yesterday, but she's only skyped one other time. So everybody, oh, here we go. We're calling Laureen Landon, everybody. Here we go. Oh, here again. we go. Let's see. Doing what we ought. Oh, no, no. She, uh, Chad, she's calling me. I don't want her calling me, right? Hello? Hey, hey. Hi. Can you hit see your, me? No, hit your little video button. Are we on the air? 
Yeah. <laughs> Hit the little video button. Do you see it? Hi. Hi. Uh, hi. Do you see the you're little frozen. video? Oh, um, we're not frozen. Oh, you're frozen. Sounds hey, like a bad reception. Chad, hang up and call Here her back. Again, doing what we hey, Lori, we're going to hang up and call you back and answer it with the little video icon. Screw it. Answer, ha ha go ahead, Chad. Yeah. Call her back. All right, everybody. Da -da, da -da. Here so we, we go, go again. again. Screwing up the Skype like we always order. Dee da 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 da. La da dee da da. La da da da. La -da. There we there go! Yay! Ta -da. Woo! Hi! This time it worked. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing better than most and not as good as some. How are you guys? Fantastic. Great. Is that your hair or is that a wig? That's her hair. That's my hair. Unbelievable head of hair, my dear. You should model That's for shampoo. You gotta model for shampoo. And this is my banana. Hey now. Oh. <laughs> I used to doing the banana. I, I love. It. I used. I used to L'Oreal. There you go. She I'm serious. To, you could be a hair model in a she minute. She used to Look, do it for L'Oreal. She said. Sure, she did. Look at the head of hair. Actually, stand up and let. Uh, we have to introduce you first. Let me do the introduction. Oh wait, let's just do the, the friendly shit, and then we'll do the formal inv invitation. So, how long is your hair? How long is it? Now, why aren't we hearing her? Um, yeah. it's as long as you want it. Honey. Oh. I mean, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous hair. All right, let's go to the formal All right, crap. so here's what we're going to do, Lorene. We're going to introduce you to like a beginning of the TV show. I'll introduce you to everybody, and then we'll get rocking and rolling. All right, you ready? Is this the right light? Or is... No. You're, if you're you fine. Come Just keep staying close yeah, like that, and you're If you come good. closer, there you are. They, that's good. Oh, that's a little too close. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, oh, oh. Stop right there. <laughs> no, but I could cut your bangs from here. <laughs> you handsome. All right, here we go, everybody. You're handsome. Here we go. Thank We're gonna, She loves you, too. All right, hold on, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulously talented and super gorgeous Lorraine Landon. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello. Let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, darling. The way you eat that banana, I may go straight. Hello. Am I... <laughs> Am I, am I looking at the right place? Yes, you're looking at it right. We can see it. Actually, what you have to do is stand up so we can see your tatas. Stand up a little bit. Is this a webcam show? Yes. Yeah. I thought this was a webcam show. It is a webcam show. We can see you. We can see you. You can see us. And it's Never not mind. A, it's, it's not an interview show. It's a conversation What's that? show. It's, we, we don't just do interviews like, you know, when were you born? Because everybody is oh. asleep. So it's a conversation show where we talk crazy about all kinds of shit. And we make fun with each other. We have a good time. We're not serious. We're not like, you know. Neither am I. Believe me. No, I know. What's the we old get it. What's the old look broad? At now. Oh, you look gorgeous. Wait, what's the old broad that's doing all? She retired 12 times from ABC. Me. No, no, the old lady interviewer. What's her name? Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. You know how serious she is? She does like eulogies instead of in interviews. <laughs> yeah, we're not like that. No, but hold on, we like got to finish interviewing. First of all, we want you to say hello to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hi, Chad. Hey, welcome to the show. I like the banana as well. 
Thank know, you for having me on the show. Chad is, Chad is gorgeous, built like Hercules. And Guys, he's, let me see him. I can't and, see him. You can't no, see him. And he's, he's very into your eating that banana, <laughs> and he's straight. So be careful. And we have a chat room. We have a chat room full of people. So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Look, she's got another one. Man, can prepare today. <laughs> say hello to everybody in the chat room, Laureen. Hello, everybody in the chat room. Hello, this is Laureen. What has she got? Two bananas. Yep. She's into three ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it. Okay, stand you, up. You and two bananas. Yes, no, no, seriously. Yesterday we were talking and she's like, can you see my boobs? And I was like, no, I can't see them. Stand up just a little bit and let us just see your boobs. Because she's the, there we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, All right, everybody. my God. Dave from Stars Woo! Now UK. I hope well, you, you know, saw you that. You know what I was wearing earlier? I was only wearing nail polish, but... Anyway. That's good. Even I got a little wiggle in my wang Whoa. when I saw those knockers. <laughs> Unbelievable. Woo, woo, woo. Now let's talk about the men in your life or women, whatever it is. Uh, I, have, I have nobody in my life right now. Oh. Yeah, go away. Tell that bullshit to somebody else. It's true. I have no yeah, one. Right. You're, you're ugly and flat chested. Who the hell would want you? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, but no guy in Hollywood, that's for sure. No, because they're all gay. That's go with, go go with the straight guys on New York. <laughs> go to New York in the summer and just wear a little uh, push-up bra and 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 have hip huggers and walk down the street. I guarantee you'll be married by the third block. I don't want to get married. But just wait, do me a favor. Don't walk by Trump's building because Trump may jump out the window to get you. <laughs> you gotta Careful. love it. So first of all, everybody, let me just uh, say, Lorraine is an actress. You guys will know her from I, the Jury, Maniac Cop 1 and 2. Actually, if you watch Netflix, there's a movie on there right now called Sky, which was number one on Netflix. It stars Diane Kruger, Norman Reedus, Lou Diamond Phillips, Lena Dunham, Joshua Jackson, and you. And uh, at Christmas time, she was in A Husband for Christmas with the, uh, oh, yeah. Eric Robert, I Vivica Fox, that. and Dominique Swain. I saw that, but you were flying. Uh, if, you blinked, if you blinked, you missed me. I was only in it for a, a minute. Okay, because I saw that. Also one. in It's Alive Three with Karen Black and Michael Moriarty. She's actually been in so many cool things Karen and so Black. many cult. I know. Been thirty-four feature films. Thirty-four. I'm sure everyone's familiar with my pictures because they're in all the post offices. So, <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. Did you have lines with Karen? Karen Black. No, I did not have lines with Karen Black yes, at I all. Knew, I knew Karen. I How'd you know her? Through a friend of ours, and her name, she's a fabulous producer of Irish uh, films, uh, plays actually, now films, and her name is uh, Georgie uh, Heller. Georgiana Heller, she's the producer. I don't of know Irish. that name. If you know Irish films. Anyway, Georgie had a Thanksgiving Day dinner party, and I was uh, her date. Not Georgie's, I was uh, Karen's date. Uh, just because they didn't want to have a, a her there without a guy. I mean, she knew I was gay and everything. She didn't care. But anyway, we had the best time. She was the sweetest, sweetest girl. What drove me crazy was that cross eye. Why didn't she ever fix that cross eye? You know, in person, sitting next to her when I looked, and if she would look to the left, the eyeball went away, and she only had one eyeball. Uh -huh. And it was just, just distracting. And I was dying to say to her, Karen, why didn't you ever have that slow eye fixed? But delicious, delightful, and beautiful, and sweet, and funny, and nice. Like you. Yeah. Sorry that you didn't work scenes with her, because you would have been friends with her. 
So first thing I want to say to you is congratulations on the huge resurgence of your your career. You were like super popular and well known in the eighties and nineties, and then you were not working for a little bit, and now you're like everywhere. I mean, they even write about you like in Hollywood Reporter and stuff. So congratulations on the fabulous comeback. Congratulations that you are so incredibly hot. You haven't you haven't aged a day in thirty years. So good good for you and congratulations. She, she's that old, huh? She's that well, old. I got, I, I thought you were way younger than 30 years ago. Because figure you came oh, in the hang business. On, hang on, she's talking. I, she's, uh, we froze I, a little bit. There through. we go. Say it one more time, Laureen. You wake up. What happened? <laughs> Somehow the computer screen froze, froze, so we didn't hear the last thing that you said. There you go. No, Here's how you look. <laughs> you. <laughs> Me? I look like that. No, kidding. I'm joking. Listen, do you want to be known for your knockers? Because Jane Russell was my friend, and she always resented wow. the fact that they made her famous because of her knockers. Jane Russell was a 36B. Now, a what size are you? Time? What are you, uh, 38 I have, uh, I have uh, double D lattes. <laughs> Double D lattes. <laughs> That's what I got. No, I do not want to be known for my boobs at all. As a matter of fact, I've never shown my breasts in a uh, feature film. Uh, yeah, ever. Right. <laughs> I, I've never, sh I've never showed my breasts uh, taken off my clothes in a movie. I've lost a lot of jobs because of that. that the only time I did it was in All the Marbles, but I didn't take off. We we were mud wrestling, eh? So uh, Robert Aldrich, our director, who I'm sure you know, of course. Uh, uh, of course uh, he directed uh, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, The Dirty Dozen, Longest Yard, hundreds of movies. But he made us mud wrestle and have our tops torn off, right? right. So Vicky Frederick and myself wouldn't, wouldn't uh, let uh, the other wrestlers in the mud uh, tear our tops off. But uh, Robert Aldrich thought they, that it had happened. That night, he looked at the footage, he called Vicky and I, and he practically fired us because we didn't uh, let our tops get ripped off in the... The paradoxical <laughs> irony of it was they had uh, uh, stripped the set. They had raised the set eh, that night. They just they took the entire set down, the mud wrestling set, and they had to rebuild, rebuild it. the set just right. so we could get back in the ring and reshoot. We had to reshoot. It's the only time I've ever shown my boobs. Now, there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a big movement going on in Hollywood for years where the women are saying, listen, we're expected to show our boobs and sometimes our pubic area, and men, never do they expect yeah. men to show frontal, and that's not fair, because we women are being used and exploited by showing our boobs to make your film better, yet men don't expose their frontal. How do well, you it's feel? It's a double standard. It's not, it's not fair. Well, it's, un it's not fair. It's I, I don't think it's... No, no, I don't think it's fair at all because, uh, you know, um, a lot of times in my in my early career, I was told I had to do nudity in the film, and I always said no because I didn't I didn't want to jeopardize my relationship with mom or my father, so and my family in general. But um, uh, I lost a lot of roles when I was with ICM because I wouldn't do nudity. Um, How do you feel and I about? Still, I still won't do it. Playboy offered me a fortune to uh, do nudity, penthouse as well. But um, I'm very insecure um, and very weird. 
Well, you don't want to be girly. You want to be an actress, not girly. But really, do you think men should show front? Right. Some some men have shown frontal because they no, were no. they were endowed, and they show it for a quick second. But the guys with the teeny weenies, they're not going to show their frontal because <laughs> girls will go hysterical laughing in the theater. So that's why men are afraid to show their wieners. But girls can go get boob jobs. They can, you know, have their bellies melted. They can have you their pubes. So? They can have their pubes made into airport strips or whatever they landing strip. What do they call it when? <laughs> When they have their pubes landing waxed, strips. what is landing it called? Is it, called? is it landing strips? Did I get that right? That's funny. Whereas men have sagging nuts and bushy pubes and little wieners, that it looks like a, a squirrel in a bush. You know, I don't think so. it's attractive at all to see a, a frontal nudity on a man ever. I think it's disgusting myself. Well, and, fe- and women. Thank too. you very much. <laughs> I, uh, you're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's disgusting to see uh, frontal noodle if nudity if it's done correctly. You know, depends on if it's tasteful. If it's like porn, while she eats her banana, well, we it, love it, it. It could never be erect because erection is. If it, they shoot it erect, it's pornography. If it's flaccid, Why? then it's Why? art. Why? 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 What? I sound Why? like an owl. That's just the way Why? it is. Why? That's the standard that some jerk made in pornography. Hollywood. If it's an erection. Why? No, a man with an erection in a film is pornography. And if it's flaccid... That's just a Hollywood standard, I guess. That's the standard. That's how they judge a film when they rate it. They rate it that way. But yet if a woman shows... What about women with nipple erections? What about uh, women with nipple erections? Well, I don't know that you You can see... Women's nipples don't really grow in front of you. They sort of get there right away. (laughs) From from what I remember about nipples. From what I remember... (laughs) Hang on, I want to you go know, back. It's been about 30 years since I've seen nipples. I mean, since I've been working with nipples, let's put it that way. <laughs> Wait, let's go back, though, because we were talking about all the marbles, and this way, as we're talking about different films, we can brag a little for you. Um, all Thanks. the marbles was a wrestler movie. You beat out Kathleen Turner for the role. You were opposite Burt Young, Peter Falk, and it was directed by Robert Aldrich, who's also did The Dirty Dozen, so it was a big She's film. She's opposite. I knew Burt Young very well. How did you know Burt? Because Bert lived on 99th Street in Corona, New York. My very good friend Arlene's sister, Linda, lived in the same apartment house. His real name is Dickie Morier, and he was a fence for the mafia. And Linda used to put all the stuff that was stolen in her apartment, and everybody in the neighborhood would go and buy the stuff. Dickie had a wife named Gloria. She killed her son. Because she didn't want him to be gay and she thought he was going to okay. be gay. So she was put in a mental institution and died in the institution. Dickie, or, or Bert, wrote to uh, Lee Strasberg and told him all about himself. Lee thought he was very interesting and invited him into the actor's studio. He went into there and he met all the guys and that's how Dickie Morier became Bert Young. I'll probably be killed tomorrow for making this public. <laughs> Because of the people he knows. But he's old now, and it's years gone by. And um, that's my job, is to report things. But anyway, I knew Dickie very He drinks well. a lot at autograph shows, so maybe that's why, when I've seen well, him. At, I was up in uh, uh, Cape Cod, and he's, he got married. And he, I went down to the wedding in shorts and sneakers. And it was at the Astoria Manor uh, wedding hall. And they wouldn't let me in. And I was with my then husband, Salzy George, of 46 years. And we were young guys. We were in our 20s. And violent as it was, somebody threw the uh, thing that you dye cigarettes out and those brass things through the window. Yeah. yeah. 
And then the whole bridal party came out and they were fighting. And <laughs> Dickie didn't know what to do. And Gloria were running all over the place. The police came. It was a big mess. But that's what our lives were like in the story of Queens. It was a rough place growing up. So let's go to like, what is your favorite? Okay, you got because you got a whole bunch. First of all, you were in airplane too, so you probably see oh, seen her in airplane sure. too. Which what a cast! I mean, you've actually I cast up. Say that again. Oh, she froze again. Lorraine, say something. I said I played Tess. There you go. Repeat it. You played who? One of the two stewardesses. One of the two stewardesses, right. I can't remember With Lloyd Bridges, Raymond Burr, Rip Torn. I mean, what? this is like a who's who. Chuck Connors, William Maybe this will get the computer going. Uh-oh, what are we going to do? It's going to rub a nipples on it. More bananas. I said maybe this will get the computer there you no, go, maybe, and that's working. Maybe if you rub your nipples it's on It's like the every computer. every seven minutes you freeze. I don't know why, but we're working on it. That's okay. So you were in Airplane 2. What happened? Um, oh, it just keeps freezing. When it freezes, everybody just sees your face, but they don't see everything else. But then you came back. That's because I'm frigid. There that's you go. That's because I'm frigid. Now, do you, do you, yeah, right, with those zooms. Do you live in L.A. or New York? I live in Los Angeles, just south of Hollywood. I bought a... Uh, historical monument about five years ago. Um, it's a replica of the um, uh, Gamble House in Pasadena. I'm not. I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, Green and Green Brothers from the 1800s. It was built in 1905. This I, house. Yeah, so, so it's the only Green and Green in Los Angeles. So it's not in Hollywood. I live I, south. I, I'm, I'm familiar. East. Yeah, I, know, I know where it is. I know where it is. I'm, I lived in LA for 20 something years. So, where do you guys uh, live now? New York, obviously. Yeah, we're New York, Philadelphia, Palm Springs. We're like shit. We're all over. <laughs> but, we're coming to Palm Springs yeah. soon. Right. Oh, cool. So, so now listen to me. Now we're going to get really down to the nitty gritty. When did you buy this property? Right. How many? Five years ago, didn't she say? Five I years ago? Five years ago. Then you're a very rich person. Five years ago. You're a very, very rich yes. girl. Mm -hmm. You're extremely rich. So those boobs paid off. I'm a rich pervert? What? Because, because buying that you sound, property... Did you buying, sound rich pervert? Buying that property, you have to be rich. There's no way you could afford that property. No, well, the, thing is, the thing is, at the time, um, it was the, the market had crashed, eh? So uh, the, the, the house... It's about uh, 4,000 square feet. Uh, you can see it online. Are you but, serious? Uh, 4,000? In, in 1917, they added on. There's additions in the back uh, downstairs and in the back upstairs in 1917. So um, it was... Uh, I only got because of the market crash. Yeah, but even when the market crashed... the only crashed, reason I got even, was even because, when the market uh, you know... Well, it was a million dollars, and I got it for uh, 600 sure, you're kidding me! Great, good for you. That's fabulous. Because when the market crashed, I was I was in Palm Springs and I wanted to have something in L.A. also. And everybody said, "Go now! Now's the time. The market's really gone down a lot." Bullshit! I went to look at a house on a corner in in uh, on uh, Peck Peck and something else. What is it? Peck Peck and whatever. Peck Road. Up in the the, the 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 hill, not the hills of Beverly Hills, the Flatlands. And they wanted for this broken down, flood infested, rotten dump that should have been condemned. They wanted a million something with the bad market. Well, that's, 
Well, that's what my house looks like now after I've lived in it five years. I'm a serial slob. <laughs> a serial slob. <laughs> so you were also in yeah. a movie. You know, a great I love house. you. It's, uh, I have to tell you, not- I love you. I love you. I do love you. You're camp. You should be with gay people. you got to hang out with gay guys. They'd love you. Because you're funny and cool. So you were in, did you I ever see them? People. I did, love gay people. Of course, and they love, love you, gay believe people. The gay guys would adore you to be their queen because I think you're fabulous. Did you ever see the movie Wicked Stepmother? Of course I have. She's in it. What do you play in Wicked Stepmother? What did you play in Wicked Stepmother? Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. Tell him you got to (laughs) go. Say hi. (laughs) Spielberg? It's Steven Spielberg again. (laughs) Can you call me back? I'm I'm doing a Skype. Or I'm going to block you, but... Goodbye. Yeah, and tell and tell Stephen that I can't possibly make his. It was my manager, day. honest to God. It was my manager. <laughs> I hope he got the joke. Yeah, I hope so too. <laughs> Probably not. So, so what is your favorite? What is your favorite thing that you've done out of all your films? What do you have? One that's your favorite, or the one that you have the best memories of? The one I'm gonna make you guys. It's tonight. See, we missed that whole thing. Say that Hello? again. Yeah, say that again. Hello? Oh, yeah. you, you didn't come I said, in. My, my, favorite movie, my favorite movie is the one I'm going to make with you guys tonight. Nice. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh. <laughs> what is that called? Fags go straight? <laughs> <laughs> straight goes title. gay. Right. Yeah. My favorite movie was... <laughs> No, we're going to do... My favorite movie was probably All the Marvels. And okay. Sky, the one I just did with Diane Kruger. Which Can is on Netflix me? now. Yes, it's on, wow, it's on they're Netflix showing now. A, they're showing a picture of you right now, and you are gorgeous. My dear, you look like a Barbie doll. Look at that picture. It's a black and white headshot of you we have on our other monitor. I don't know if you could see it. No, she can't see it. Gorgeous. It's probably not me if it's gorgeous. No, anyway. it's definitely the bullshit. You. Yeah, like just like you're flat-chested and ugly. I love it. No, you look like a Barbie doll. You're beautiful. Thank you. Very beautiful. So you have Sorry. some new... Go ahead. Have, I was going to say, well, first of all, like you did a movie, Samurai Cop 2, Deadly Vengeance. It was the number one grossing indie martial arts movie of 2015. So you got a lot of stuff that you've Correct. been doing lately, and I see that you got a lot of stuff about to come out or that you've like upcoming projects. One of them I wrote down is Future Punks just because I know the people in it. What's what's up with Future Punks? Is that something that's already out? I don't think she's with us. She's with us. She just froze. frozen again. We'll have to wait for her to come back. Sorry, everybody. I don't know why we're having a, bi- a bad Skype thing. Go ahead. Are you there, Laureen? You froze. Eat the bananas. Eat so the bananas. More uh, bananas. I <laughs> can't. You'll unfreeze the I think you said something about the project. Yes, something about future punks. I didn't know you could speak Asian. Chinese. (laughs) Stop it. Well, I did Samurai Cop 2 for Gregory Hatnaka. Uh-huh. Oh, she disappeared again. You guys, I'm sorry, everybody, that we don't know we have this problem. Okay, now you're back. Now you're back. Can you, you know, Skype has to improve. Skype, oh, there she goes with the banana again. Every time you eat the banana, it works. Come on. Oh, that's funny. Now listen. Listen. Listen to me. I, listen know, to me. I wish I had that luck with men. You crazy blonde. What? Listen. To me. 
whenever you, Jimmy and I are moving to Palm Springs soon. Whenever you get oh, to wow. Palm Springs, if you don't call us, I will grab you by the tits and spin you around and let you loose. Promise? You've got to, swear to God, if you don't, if you don't, we, we should, we, well, <laughs> we're, try, we're trying to sell our house now. As soon as we do, we're out in Palm Springs. <laughs> we're buying a house out there. And if you don't call us, because we have got we'll to. have you come for dinner. And we have got to hang with you because you are totally fabulous. I mean, I'm in love with you already. So wait, wait, go back though. Okay, yes, we would love to have you come to the house. You're for one dinner. funny chick. Let me tell you. Tell You're everybody though, because we've got we've got about ten or tw ten minutes left, and I want to make sure we talk about your future projects. Okay. So what do you got coming out oh, on for? Well, us? I have, do that. I have I have Sky on Netflix right now. Uh, about it's about a husband and wife whose relationship is dis is is defunct, uh, dead. So. Uh, because of this uh, unavailing relationship, they take a, a, a holiday in uh, the desert, and she kills her husband because he rapes her, and she takes off and encounters me, Charlene. I'm a bunny girl on the Las Vegas Strip, and I have two Elvis impersonators on either side of me, and my character is very wacky, tragic, uh, and, and, but I'm a playboy bunny on the Vegas Strip, and the Hollywood Reporter said... I, I'm the best thing in the movie, and you wish the entire film was about Lorraine Landon. I couldn't now, what, what, believe what, it, but that's what they said. Which is terrific. What a great so, review to And it's Sky, like um, Samurai Cop 2, Night Terrors, that I just finished. Um, it was a short, but we're making it into a feature film now, and it's directed by this incredibly brilliant director, David McAfee. That's Night Terrors. Okay, I saw that on IMDb as a short. Well, David no. Maccabee directed um, Night Terrors, and I play this unhinged, demented uh, actress. I just play myself. Uh, and she mentally <laughs> torture my daughter. Like, uh, Listen, Alexa Nahara. And David Maccabee is the amazing director, incredible director, most prodigious director I think I've ever worked with since Robert Aldrich. Laureen, would you ever play a nun? And... I just did pilot. Oh wait. Um, I'll play a some, but not a none. <laughs> no, I've never played. I, I, I play a lot of detectives, believe it or not. I play a lot of detectives. Yeah. Actually, uh, though, aren't you the first? You're like really like the first female like warrior chick, right? Because uh, you did Hundra back in the day, and like, and then after that, Xena, Warrior Princess, and all these different you know characters came up after you had already played Hundra. Well, I. Hundra uh, predated uh, Xena Warrior Princess. As a matter of fact, I met the director of uh, Xena. There were four directors, and I met one of them. And he told me that uh, it was a universal show. And he told me that they had ripped off um, Hundra to make uh, Xena. Our producers took um, Hundra to Universal, eh? And Universal offered producers a million dollars. Studios, no one would buy it. So our producer went back to Universal, and they said no. So a year or two later, Xena comes on TV, and so I met the one of the directors who who said that it was an absolute uh, direct uh, ripoff of uh, of Hundra. So that's okay. I mean, the girl that played it was a uh, incredibly. Uh, talented. So we just looked at and, a clip. and they just played a clip for everybody, and it says somebody Got one of the good, quotes good was review. a good review saying that you were like a great female Conan. <laughs> yeah, it was the, 
was I met Arnold Schwarzenegger, by the way. Um, yeah, for Red Sonia, yeah, because um, they were they were auditioning uh, at thirty girls, and it was down to three. And when I met him, he, he said, "Oh, I hear you did this movie, Hundra. It's just like my Red Sonia." So. Um, you're beautiful, but no, you you can't be in it. And I thought, why am I even here if they, if he knew ahead of time? But it's okay, it's did okay. He, did he try to make a pass at you? No, I made a pass at him though. <laughs> Who you is know, your? Yeah, but I heard he was a little gay. You know, I mean, that's what they say. The boys that Arnold has had a big gay past, and I sort never of. Heard that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you're not in the gay world, but a, <laughs> no. but a, a lot of guys. How uh, do you know? Uh, how do I know? Because all the faggots that I know in Palm Springs are Yentas, and they tell me everything. Oh. My wow. sisters, my sisters. Wait, who would tell us? Okay, so in Hollywood, tell us who is like now, who's a nowadays person that you're like, okay, this dude, I think he's like smoking hot. Like, who's a Hollywood? Oh, there's only one. There's only who? one. Who? He's the greatest actor since Marlon Brando, who I knew very, very well. The actor that I'm I'm setting up to, to tell you, he's the greatest actor I've ever met in my life since uh, Marlon Brando, who I knew very very well because I I lived with Christian Brando for many many years. And his name You're I'm kidding. Hardy. He's hang absolutely on, stop, stop, the most real actor. Uh, stop, hang on, stop, hang on, hang on, stop, stop. Uh, Lauren, stop. Hardy. Oh, stop, stop. Lauren, halt. Lorene. My my niece. Lorene. Lorene, my niece was married to Christian. She has a son with Christian, Brando. What's her name? Her name is Mary. Mary. Mary you know McKenna her? Brando. Yeah. Yeah, but don't say her last name. <laughs> well, Mary Mary was married to my nephew, Billy, Billy Schurz. She's a, a dog. I love, I love Mary. All I keep telling Billy is, please go back with Mary. Mary loved him for so many years after they they divorced. Okay, so okay, so you guys have what, someone no, that you see know. what a small world it is. Okay, yeah. but now you have to, but but you have to take that story from from living with Christian Brando to who is yeah. who is the actor now that's your favorite that 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 you think is so hot. Tom Hardy. Oh, Tom Hardy. really? Okay. Who's, who's Tom Hardy? He's yeah, you well, know him. I know him. He was in the Take. Um, he was he was in uh, Mad Max. Um, um, uh, last year he starred in the twin, he, twin, he played Twin Brothers, The Craze, uh, Legend, I believe it was called. He's on a show now called Tattoo. He looks yeah. exactly, he looks exactly like a young Marlon Brando, but I think his range is, is much bigger, actor. much, much oh, bigger. Yeah. Great he's actor. Astonishing actor. And I well, plan to marry him, even though he's married. Okay, well, that, that works. Marlon Brando, when he started off his career, lived with Wally Cox. And Wally Cox was gay. So in Greenwich Village, there was a big, big rumor going around about Marlon and, and you know, yeah. uh, and Wally Cox. Marlon Brando was a guy that um, I've never met him, but I know a lot about him because of Mary and other people that knew him. Okay. Marlon Brando was a very free-thinking person, free spirit. Yes, 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 yes. So he wouldn't think anything of bawling a guy or a girl. or just, Like Tony Curtis, you know, I interviewed Tony Curtis. And mm -hmm. I said, Tony, what's it all about that you're supposed to be, like, gay? He said, I'm not gay, Ron. I just like sex, and I don't care who with men, women. I don't care. <laughs> and, that, and that was Marlon's philosophy. Yeah. Sorry I never met him. The only thing I got out of Mary was that Marlon said, do not eat in bed because you'll get fat. 
because Marlon ate all his meals in bed and watched television in the, in, the, in the end of his life. And that's how come Marlon got so heavy. So I take that with me. I, I even said it to Jimmy one time. I said, you know, we're eating in bed too much and at he, night. Watch he, he liked uh, vanilla ice cream. He loved yeah. ice cream. But, but as far as an actor goes, nobody's come close to him. No one. Street Kind Named Desire, he was the most fabulous actor in the world. Vanilla ice cream in a set in one thing. She said he eats a lot of vanilla ice cream. Yeah, but, well, he Absolutely. ate a lot of food. He ate food in general. He was a good eater. So who, okay, so he's the one you would want to, to possibly marry. You want to marry Tom Hardy. What about like... Uh, Tom Hardy. And then you'll change your mind, I think. Yeah. Uh, but who, okay, so now like... like He's already married. Yeah, I know he's already married. Oh, what, in Hollywood? Just, just got that married something? recently. That doesn't mean anything in Hollywood if they're married. He lives in England. He lives in England. Okay, so hold on. Who are the two? Look, she knows Go all ahead. about him. You could stalk him. So, okay, so now, because you, you've worked with such huge I have. people. No, I haven't. I have never stalked him. You, okay. No, you've, worked, even you've, say you've, you've worked with so many cool people. Who are like the male and female actor that you think would be really cool that you have not had an opportunity to work with that you would like to work with? And not the guy you mentioned. And not, not, not Tom Hardy. Pick somebody else. Uh, Hardy Tom. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> that was very good. Okay, and give us a female. Um, yeah. <laughs> um... I really like Reese uh, Witherspoon. Like her yes. I think she's wonderful, very natural, uh, very sympathetic. And um, let's see who else. Uh, well, Meryl Streep, uh, she's an up-and-coming actress. You guys may have heard of her, maybe not. <laughs> Well, Trump uh, said she. Trump said she was a, what do you call it? Overrated. An overrated <laughs> actress. <laughs> well, you gotta love it. I don't talk politics, and I don't. We don't talk either. Numbers, okay. There you go. We like cucumbers better than politics. I just too. make remarks right. that they. I make funny remarks you that have, they make. You have. Uh, you have a film called Future Punks. Is it out already or not? Did you hear that or no? Oh damn it! I hate again. Skype. I wish somebody else would do it. Give them competition, <laughs> so they'd have better equipment. So, so Laureen, can you no, hear me? No, it's still being edited, and okay. so is Night Terrors. We're uh, we're making Night Terrors into a feature film now. Um, we're making uh, making Night Terrors into a feature film now, and uh, David Maccabee, my incredible director, has won three uh, ma major awards already for it. Um, That's awesome. And three three awards, and all I got was a bar of soap. That's what I won. But <laughs> a, bar, a bar of soap. It's yeah, lavender, so I'm I'm happy. Uh, no, no. So he, we're making it into a feature film, and it's about this, as I mentioned earlier, this uh, unhinged, demented, psychotic. Actress, my, I'm playing myself, no stretch, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and my daughter, Abby, is having these uh, nightmares, frightmares, and, and keeps scribbling and scribbling and um, be actually becomes one of the creatures that she's drawing. But there's a lot of backstory to my character as to why she became an alcoholic and why, well, it stems from my childhood. My mom and dad fought all the time, actually. And we used to scream, stop, stop fighting. <laughs> Stop fighting! It's true. Okay. Uh, and my mom would scream, "He's beating me up! He's killing me! He's beating me up!" That's that's and sad. That's the sad. Door and Dad that's was in the living room. Mom was in the kitchen. Yeah, oh. so that's all right. You know, everybody has a story. It's okay. You I have another movie uh, coming out soon called Terror, 
Terror Tales. It's a different movie. It's an anthology directed by this uh, fabulous director named Jimmy Lee Combs. Very young. Um, um, I think I'm older than his parents. I think he's 11. Um, but he has a movie, Terror Tales. It's an anthology. You're familiar with anthologies, yes. I'm sure, right? Yes. Uh, it's you know, three short stories, basically three literary shorts, whatever, um, and amalgamated together. And it's got a wraparound story. And it's uh, basically about a guy a psychopath who abducts this uh, family and he keeps the husband in the in the uh, front of his cab and in the back trailer is it the family his family <laughs> and if the guy uh, the the uh, uh, poor guy is uh, predisposed to three t tales of terror and I'm in this segment called radical video I play a psycho I play an absolute psycho mother who has a serial killer son who I'm protecting because he's such a good boy you know, he really is a good He's Hang just good. So that's Terror Tales because we've only got one minute. I want to make sure everybody follows you. First of all, you guys, Laureen is on Twitter. Follow her. She's at Laureen Landon, L-A-U-R-E-N-E-L-A-N-D-O-N. -E -E when we come to Palm Springs, we'll have a studio and you can come and sit and we won't do this Skype bullshit. We'll sit with us and we'll do another interview I and have you back so. on the show. We would yeah, love to have you. Only if you wear a push-up bra. Give a shout out to Joe Williamson. Say thank you for for introducing us to you, and we will see you soon because we'll be in Palm Springs. We love you. Bye. We'll take you out to Jimmy Stars. He'll dress you right. You'll feel like a star.